0: How can online retailers drive up both average order value and sales conversions with pre-sales live chat? How can online retailers use and leverage first-hand feedback from shoppers through live chat? Should you be using video live chat in your online store? My guest in today's show, who heads up an online marketplace for e-commerce chat experts, answers these questions and takes us through best practices for live chat in a pre-sales e-commerce environment. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show, where we interview founders of fast-growing seven- and eight-figure e-commerce businesses and e-commerce experts. They'll tell their stories, share how they 2X their businesses, and inspire you to take action in your own online retail business today. And now, here he is the man in the mix, mix.
0: Kunle Campbell. Hi 2Xers, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host Kunle Campbell and this is the podcast as usual where I interview e-commerce entrepreneurs and online marketing experts who will help uncover e-commerce marketing tactics and strategies to help you, my fellow 2Xs and listeners, double specific e-commerce metrics in your online stores. So as usual, if you're looking to double metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic, and ultimately sales, you're in the right place. On today's show, I have with me Joel Feldman. He's the co-founder and COO of Pronto. Pronto is an online marketplace, of e-commerce chat experts, and marketplace. He has, over the last 10 years, hands-on experience in e-commerce call centers, global business development, sales leadership, digital communication, online marketing, and customer experience. He is a swimmer and shares a remarkable passion for flattening the world. He's going to tell us more about it. Welcome to the show, you all.
2: Uh, thank you very much, Conley. It's a great honor to be here, and uh, welcome everybody to the to the podcast.
0: Great stuff. Could you take a minute or two to to tell us about yourself, please? To kick. Well.
2: Sure. So I'm Yoel Feldman, and am COO of prunto.com, as you kindly introduced me. I'm um, from Tel Aviv, Israel. Spent actually two years in Paris, in France. Been working there and living there, quite a remarkable city. A few things about myself. So I was actually a radio show host on the early days of internet. It was an Israeli internet radio station. I was a spokesperson for the army when I was 18. got my first product on Online when I was 24, as part of communication, digital communication studies. Uh, It was for the university radio. And during the past seven to 10 years, I would say I'm in e commerce, in sales, and business development. And this is my uh, first startup. Co founded it with my uh, precious friends, uh, Tamir Eden.
0: Fantastic. So you've been, you, you've lived in Paris. <laughs> yeah. You've been, a, you've been a radio show host. You've, you've set up a business. How long has Pronto actually been around for?
2: So uh, Pronto, we did the prototyping and testing at nights and over the weekends during 2013. And we actually launched in Q4 2014.
0: Okay so it's it's relatively you know new. By the way guest I was at um the IRX exhibition in Birmingham uh, about a month ago and I met you all there and I was fascinated by the Um, buys product. It's it's basically a marketplace for bootstrapped or startup you know e-commerce entrepreneurs who are basically looking to to have an online chat or pre-sales experts. So it's it's kind of like a marketplace. He's going to tell us more about it anyway. I just wanted to to let everybody know that um you know I I met him actually at, at IRX Okay, so what's a team like behind Pronto, um, given the fact that you, relatively you're about six months uh, from what you alluded to? Um, so what's a team behind Pronto at the minute or at the moment?
2: Yeah, so um, we've been working on, uh, on the company. We had customers already two and a half years ago, but basically just launched five months ago. So basically, as for today, we are a funded startup. Uh, we have the right mix between age, gender, and experience uh, here in the team. So uh, leaders in e-commerce and messaging apps, some startup veterans and technology folks here from Israel. Head of our merchant ecosystem is a senior in Clicktail, uh, a very big company in uh, UX, user experience optimization, developers that work for Shopify. We also believe you know, in integrating interns, so we have top universities universities that are sending uh, interns to come on board in business development and also understanding about the ecosystem of how to create a company in these days of age. Within our investors, high caliber investors, so the main investor to the company was the first investor of Wix. We also have a live person, a person that was VP product and VP business development for a live person invested in the company, a uh, member of our board. Some Blizzard Gaming, an individual, which was a senior in Blizzard Gaming that also invested in the company. So so we're putting together a really a good team to help merchants, you know, facing with their day-to-day challenges.
0: That's fantastic. Um, you know, people make up a, a team, and um, it sounds like you have a really strong team behind you. X Shopify, X Clicktail. It just sounds like like a very interesting environment there. Okay, so live chat. Uh, let's talk live chat and, and pre-sales. Live chat is quite competitive, yet I, I think it's 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 lucrative at the moment. So. What is Pronto's current standing in the live chat space? I know you're five months in, but could you shed some more light on what Pronto is doing at the moment in the marketplace?
2: Sure. So basically what we do, uh, we help merchants scale their sales with a smile. Um, having a live chat software on your website never promise it will be easy and profitable to manage. Also, the big promise that comes with live chat to increase conversion, it's uh, out of reach, and out of hand for many merchants. The service that we provide and the solution merchants can get from us is basically we provide merchants an end-to-end solution that fills the gap that live chat leads behind and that gap is manning and winning something which we call proactive chat done by experts uh, we have a community of over 1500 Trusted agents uh, for our merchants' customers to pick from. The agents are varied by vertical, pay scale, sales experience, culture, and language. What we develop and what Prunto is, is a platform that manages this entire process. Anything from sourcing the agents, certifying them to provide support across your retail, or if you're a brand selling directly. In addition to that, the platform allows you to manage. And scale the live support, and basically mid-tier merchants have a dedicated success supervisor as a go-to person, and this is where we provide the service and engineer the success of our customers.
0: Okay, um, first of all, I like your your well. I'll just re-quote it: scale their sales with a smile. Um, I like that a lot. So you've got 350 agents, as, as you, you alluded to earlier. And you mentioned the fact that um, they're categorized by language. Um, you also said culture. And there's there another sort of factor which, you know, comes to play in regards to the agents you have. So could you sort of take us through a use case? Okay, let's pick any of your clients that would suit a, your use case as to how... Um, They use Pronto on a day-by-day basis. Let's talk about, say, the entrepreneur. You know, what sorts of entrepreneur, what kind of store, what size of store would typically use Pronto? How would they, you know, sort of plug Pronto into their shop? How they kind of use you on a daily basis?
2: So the first thing any e-commerce store would do is to add our technology into their site. It's plug and play. From there... They can go to us to get our expert advice on the strategy they want to deploy with respect to live chat, when to man it, what payment program they should activate with the agents in the community. From that point, what we would do, we would offer that specific merchant a variety of different agents from which they can build their team. We would help in the certification process. This is our secret sauce. There's like a one-time setup that the merchant that should be attentive and cooperative with us and from that point the team is up and running with a dedicated success uh, team represented from our end so basically once The chat is manned by the experts that the online store has chosen. The agents are doing the work and they are supporting customers. They're getting new data from the customer experience. The merchant on their behalf are sitting and they're seeing reports on the metrics that counts, how the agents are performing, what type of UX issues are on the site. Is the demand for chats? Do they need to get more agents up and running and so on?
0: Interesting. So I, as a, as a merchant, um, sign up for an account, yeah. I put my preference, um, I sell sweaters, for instance, or cardigans. Um, so I, I put in my, my, my requirements and then do you pre-select from the 350 or do I get to choose from the 350 agents?
2: Uh, At the moment the number of trusted agents in the community right now is 1500.
0: 1500, sorry okay, so I pre-select from from 1500.
2: So yeah we we have our matching algorithms and also we get a brief from you so we understand what category you're in, uh, what's the amount of traffic you're seeing, how many hours you would need, do you need it for pre-sale do you need it for post-sale then what we would do, we would run the marketplace for a search. We would offer all of the uh, community members the opportunity to work on your store, given the compensation scheme and given the, your company profile. And from then, you will get a pool of agents which has shown interest to staff your online store, in w- which you can interview and then select the agent that you want to work for you as a start.
0: Right. So you're a marketplace like Odesk or Relance for agents.
2: Exactly. So at this point of time, you know, we have over 1,500 trusted agents uh, that are available in the community. 47% of them are USA and UK-based agents. We also have a big Spanish community for folks that sell in the United States. Agents are ranked based on performance, uh, customer satisfaction uh, in customers and merchant feedback.
0: Okay, so that's brilliant. So if I'm looking for my store for UK reps, I, I I can actually find the UK reps in in the prompter marketplace. Correct. With your help. Okay.
2: Yes. Even though you would be surprised that many times um, the brands go more for agents, not based on their location, but because after they get to know them a little bit, after the interview and seeing their profile, sometimes they choose person on expertise in their specific vertical mm. or working with a specific market rather than actually being there. Uh, we have an example of a UK-based agent community that are not in the United Kingdom. They're actually right now in the United States. So
0: so this is quite interesting because, um, you know, being a marketplace, um, you probably have two key performance indicators or or two key metrics you need to watch number of obviously customers you're onboarding on you know on the buy side and from the supply side you you need to to grow the number of you know agents you have so how fast is the supply side growing um, in the business
2: so we're built for growth and i don't see any problems in the upcoming year for the supply side I would say that.
0: Okay, right. So, let's go into the main, you know, part of the show where you offer your expertise. Sure. So, what tips do you have for improving pre-sales customer service in online retail in general?
2: Yeah, uh, I would love to uh, share a couple. So when you think optimization, one thing that I found very useful is to use neuroscience research data, things like color, eye contact, eye contact in the context of message. For example, built in our technologies, uh, video chat that can be also embedded. So basically everything from marketing, uh, landing pages, images, and so on, eye contact is one of the uh, high standard factor that we are using today. In addition I would say you know personalization is very trending right now and I- it should be adjusting the message to the stage on the buyer's journey. Understanding is this a loyal customer right now that I'm speaking with? Is it someone that's you know bought before and right now they're coming back, or is this is the first time they're shopping on my store? We were surprised for one merchant. You know, the agent has explained to us. You know, in one of the team meetings we had that the shopper, the shoppers in that specific store we're actually buying first time online. So it was not really about price. It was about the entire experience. It really depends on the vertical and so, but understanding who is your customer, what their needs are, and and, and addressing in, in a way that suits that is something that we empower. And also within our platform, it tells the agent, for example, the entire customer journey. So which marketing campaign, which page, when was their first visit and second visit. And this is about visitors that didn't register so only by cookie data, we can get that information and helps um, agents close the sales. I would say, you know, in sales, in pre-sales, naming features and benefits is something that a lot of salesperson do regularly. Uh, we had an interesting webinar about storytelling and we brought up one of the agents because we have a community in which the agents share specific tactics they had and they found it uh, effective and they shared it with the other agents. We had an interesting story that a, an agent explained us that what she does on a regular basis, she uses stories of past customers in order to explain a certain product benefits. So uh, rather than uh, naming the features to the customer through chat, she just used a story, an example from other customers, and really helps the customers understand that the message they're receiving right now is relevant to them, which I think is the most important thing for customers. Is it right for me? Is it relevant to me?
0: Great points, great points there. Um, color, personalization, and um, storytelling to emphasize the features and the benefits. I, I like that transposing, you know, when you put yourself in, in another, when, when you sort of visualize yourself through, you know, other people, you know, through personalization. Okay, good, good points. Really, really good points. Now, let's go into the case for live chat. What circumstances lead shoppers to want to use? live chat what is the case and um, what's the adoption like in today's digital you know world of of e-commerce
2: sure so live chat is a channel and can be used towards uh, post-sale and pre-sale. Also, can be used towards reservations or just, you know, communication between friends. In the pre-sale space, it's about product fit. A good example that we always get by analyzing the chats and understanding is the fact that people, even though they see the product on the page, on the store, they see the features, they understand everything about that specific product, sometimes they are asking a question which the information is already on the site. And this is because they want to be reassured that they should go ahead with their purchase. And the human touch, uh, a shop assistant that is not sales-driven, unless it doesn't appear like that, is really impacting. So, for example, uh, a shopper can ask about a size, um, different sizing, uh, headphones, for example, or apparel. Uh, What are the return policies? E-commerce, is all about delivery, right? Uh, You see a product in a category and you order it. And many times the return policies uh, can be a break or make for you know buying from a specific retailer. Customers want to make sure they are buying the right product for them. I keep repeating this because this is actually what we find and understand. This is why uh, shoppers do go and, and consult a chat representative before completing a purchase, and they want a personalized experience. Chat is very effective. For example, if a shopper comes in and he see that what he needs is not on the policy, and he needs something that would be you know made specifically for them. An example would be uh, an individual that goes on a trip in two days and he's, right now he wants to buy an additional set of shoes and he wants to know that it will get there before the next day. So they would use the chat in that instance in order to get in touch with the brand, speak with them and, and get the guarantee that they're receiving a speedy service and this is the way for them to get a speedy service to resolve this type of issues.
0: Uh, I could see the application here for reassurance. You know, you're about to make a sale. You, you want to sort of find out what the sizing is. You want to, you know, um, get to understand what the delivery is. You could also, you know, want to sort of check out some additional features, not necessarily mentioned in the description. You want to talk to someone. But how does chat compare to telephones? Why can't I pick up the telephone or, you know, why can't I use email support? Um, I'll be interested to know how chat compares to, to phones, phone usage on, on websites as well as um, email.
2: Sure. So we can start by talk about phone. So from the latest Forrester research, um, it's almost 50-50. The adoption of live chat has dramatically increased over the past four years. So the recent survey, the answers were a little bit more towards phone support. Now, I think as a theme, we should all know that customers expect to get a hold of, of you as a business, as, as a brand in a speedy manner. Now, chat allows just that. When you look at phone, one should ask, your, ask himself what is the nature of the inquiry? Because different inquiries go to different channels. We have the data. It's pretty fascinating about this. Can shoppers, for example, with phone support, okay, you're on an online store or any, some sort of an e-commerce platform and you want to get a... Looking at a specific product, the the common shopper, are they able to pick up the phone doing work of if they're sitting in a cafe or in a public place and and use the phone? Yeah, many of them can, many of them can't. This is how you know it splits. What percentage actually pick up the phone? It's important for everyone to understand that you know when their phone uh, number is 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 available, it doesn't really mean that a person would go ahead and you know take an action with proactive chat. It works differently because you, you put the message in front of the customer even before they knew that uh, they need help. They, they know it's there already. I would say that A's of use, so chat is a great way to, to interact and speedy one to interact with a brand via PC or mobile. If you look at the data, proactive chat capture more customer conversation than any other medium. Uh, mainly because of aids of use. Now, human touch is obvi- obviously essential to sales. Shopper, no phone support is available during working hours. But what about evenings, like? A brand should ask themselves, do they staff or handle inbound calls between 8 and midnight? No, I would say uh, I can comment about interactive voice responders. You know, when you call a company and you have to dial a few things before you get a, a human voice talking to you, but it's not really a person. It's great for post-sales. I would say that. Self-service is amazing for post-sales. but
0: It's expensive also. It's quite expensive. <laughs> How many small businesses can compare to... Amazon. I mean, with with Amazon, I just go onto the website and I say, "Call me in five minutes," and someone's going to call me in five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And and the other thing to to add to to what she said is, you know, I think millennials, um, yeah. for for the younger demographic, they they don't like talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like chatting, you know, um, yeah. on their phones and and things. Okay, so so what about email? How how does email come to to play? Um,
2: so email, yeah. So email support is fundamental and it's the most basic communication channel for e-commerce. Uh, reactive chat can be faster if you compare between email and, and chat, but the industry is actually speaking about 300% more conversations when measuring reactive versus proactive communications for sales. Email is great. I think it's part of the game and it will always be there. I know I, I notice that companies approach us when they see that inbound chats you know, close much higher. When they do get inbound chats in, they see the potential for sales. There is, is is amazing.
0: I mean, you're you're caught in that window of time for send email, expect response. Send email, expect response. You know, even if the response is fast, you know, I might be on the train at the time, and then you know, they might be out of network, and there's that delay. I think the chat really cuts down that time decay factor.
2: Exactly. And and you get some inquiries about, you know, inquiring about a product. And if you compare email and chat, many companies notice that the chat closes more. And this is because of the reason you mentioned. And,
0: and you still get that email. I'm quite sure, at least last time I used an online chat in an e-store, I got an email with a summary of my entire conversation with the, with the representative. So
2: this feature was originally developed, I think, 10 years ago when uh, chat was made for support. And uh, after you got the support through chat, you want to get the transcript to your email so you can always go back to the instructions for example you got on how to plug in your uh, remote control to the tv so that feature still exists and it's possible some chats occur even without taking the customer information only because it drops the percentage of the amount of chats
0: okay let's talk about i'm curious to find out more about like the price point from the data you're collecting if if you're collecting data on average order value in let's put in us dollars so what price point or average order value benefits most from live chat are we talking a few dollars or you know are we talking hundreds or thousands of dollars from from an average average order value standpoint
2: so, per question, yes, we, we do collect data. Uh, we didn't in the beginning, but we started 10 months ago and really make a big difference. I would advise anyone to take that seriously. We have a solid answer. Uh, an average order value of 150 US dollars and up should definitely look into deploying a pre-sale chat support. Uh. Mm,
0: so, so it's £100 for our UK listeners. Okay, so... Do you have examples of stores doing a great job at um, live chat at the enterprise level you could share with us?
2: Sure. So so first of all, Amazon. Are you familiar with Amazon Mayday button?
0: I haven't used it. I technology.
2: haven't used it. Okay. No. So basically, for, for our listeners, Amazon is giving the opportunity for Amazon Kindle uh, users to press a button, then get a one-way video stream of an agent. They did some uh, advertisement on that space. Um, I read recently that Google did a great job job with Nexus phone uh, and to be uh, customers. What they do, they use Helpouts, which is a platform they have. It's like uh, Hangouts that uh, Gmail users use. And they actually put you in touch through the Play Store with a, a product expert. So if you have any questions about uh, the device just before, you can go ahead and consult a Google expert. That's, um, that's a great example that they can mention now.
0: Interesting. We'll definitely check the May, May Day and um, probably do uh, some research on, on Google Nexus help out right at the mid here um have you have you got any examples
2: yeah, I, I can say that Illuminage, which are a Unilever company, what they do, they sell directly to consumer. those So do retail and wholesale, but they sell directly to consumer on their sites. And they're selling uh, personal care and beauty products. So for example, they're giving one-way video chat support to their customers and, and showing the product, showing there is a tooth whitening product. So the agent would go ahead and show you how it works and would alleviate any concerns you may have and also about. Uh, home hair removals which is a pretty hot category in e-commerce today
0: it's pretty fascinating um one-way chat you know one-way video chat and the fact that's reducing a lot of friction um yep. i almost feel i'm in the store is a rep in a controlled environment like a different background or branded environment what what's the experience like um so i think it's
2: easy to set up an environment you know using a, a camera which is not attached to the actual computer and uh, a white wall some companies choose to have you know a very um, friendly office environment others they do just a white wall about that point we never saw uh, a problem with with that
0: well video chats i haven't actually tried video chat but so, so it, it seems like there's a take up with with video chat Well, shoppers seem to be using video chat is that the the trend or do they still prefer to type
2: So video chat is a great way to create trust and use as part of conversations. But our finding, as uh, you mentioned, the king is one way video chat. User can choose to connect with voice or text. We, we, our agents and within our solution, we use a tactic of snap video stream only to create awareness or to strengthen the connection between the agents and the shopper. But until today, from what we see and from my personal take, uh, shoppers still rather typing and the video is more of a tool um, to help the company you know provide a wow experience
0: okay let's quickly talk about um scripts are you finding um a lot of the companies on your platform using scripts with the reps or do the reps just have a free reign once they've been trained or certified for for the store
2: so they are consulting with us beforehand. Some some companies do have, you know, straight rules about it. But according to my opinion, scripts should not be a part of the chat uh, atmosphere. There are two schools, though, as uh, I said before. An FAQ cheat sheet is always handy. Also auto-completion, you know, for common responses. So if the agent starts to put a response that they used in past, so it will auto-complete it only to get it faster. But automated chats can be very frustrating. And when people engage, with your brand, they want to feel your brand. They want to hear you speaking to them and and not robots. So allowing your staff be it in-house or you choose to have different uh, virtual uh, staffing solutions, allowing the staff the room to show empathy and, and, and be creative will definitely help you close more sales.
0: It's a good point you, you mentioned about culture because you, you need to, to retain that tone of voice right across the board regardless of the channel you're know, speaking through So so I guess that certification period is quite critical to get that voice of the organization.
2: Voice of the company, but one more uh, point about that. Chat agents, after working for a week time in an online store, are actually sometimes understand more the customers than the e-commerce manager before. They share that knowledge with them, and that helps the e-commerce manager or the online store owner, you know, provide a better shopping experience in the end of the day. Agents, they have, you know, coming with expertise of being a chat agent is about you know, understanding what's the reviews on the store and on the products, uh, what type of things go, happen in social media, and then get that sincere piece of you know voice of the customer in chat in real time really allows the chat agents to recommend on changes that need to be done on the site because um, expensive UX optimization tool can, can give you tons of data, but in the end of the day you can get lost with it. And if you have one customer that is telling you, I couldn't see that statement on that specific product, even though you were sure it's it's visible in there. And if it occurs a couple of times, that's the best way to get that info.
0: So the frontline data, just frontline feedback, qualitative frontline feedback, they're like your sales rep, you know, and they get that feedback and they feed back and you need to take action really. Which brings me to my next question about live chat platforms, how they cross over with these, you know, web survey hop under like qualiro so is, is there an opportunity in in live chat to extend functionality for website surveying or do you think um, both platforms should work independent of, of each other
2: so Kuala Wu, uh, in Kuala Wu I saw, I noticed once there were a few questions and then they wanted, because of the, the answers I gave, they wanted to escalate uh, to a chat. So that I found really effective. Obviously, software companies that offer live chat tools must learn what customers want and should also reflect it to their customers. But feedback and service are precious tools in, in learning about who your customer is. But my, my personal note on that is that in chat, um, I think the king. is feedback and not complicated surveys basically feedback allows you to determine whether or not that specific chat was interesting servers should be be attacked to my opinion from a different angle
0: interesting interesting okay let's move into to questions about um pronto very specific questions um so what e-commerce platforms um, or you know, which of the e-commerce platforms um does pronto currently support? The, do, do you have any plugins like for um, platforms like Magento or Shopify, what, what's what's the setup like?
2: Yeah, so we support all e-commerce platforms in, ter- in terms of data integration and implementation. Uh, our app, Marketplaces, plugins for Magento, PrestaShop and Shopify are in the making. They will be available, I believe, uh, by the end of the quarter. But it's mainly for distribution for us as a company, uh, as we already have all the benefits of integration already in place, uh, getting the data and the shopping cart data
0: as well. I'm just looking at your your, your website now, and um, you've got great UI. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's an amazing experience. Um, do, do you have a, a dedicated UX or UI team there? You know, managing Pronto, or how's how's how does it work?
2: Yeah, indeed. So we have Natalie. Uh, she's our lead product designer, and working on our homepage, it was a joint work of a few others, uh, some of the consultants, investors, and obviously users. But you know, you're never satisfied with your website. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I like the storytelling, you know, element there. It's it's a nice. Okay. Um. So, so how many? active customers just are prone to have at the moment
2: at this point of time we have over 100 stores which trust us and power our solutions
0: fantastic Um what's their geographic spread like
2: it's the uh, US and UK mainly
0: okay okay right um what um sorts of stores will benefit from
2: so 15 so 1500 are uh, available okay. uh, at this point of time about 150 are active so that's the ratio we want to keep at all time uh one to ten you know with uh, availability and active
0: what sorts of stores benefit from using prompt this is very important because i um i was speaking to someone the other day and um he's like he's gonna to come on to the show later he's a seasoned you know e-commerce entrepreneur and he, he talks about, you know, experiments, experiments, you know, setting up stuff, you know, testing and testing and testing. And I, I think Pronto is will make an ideal sort of experimental plug in to get that feedback, you know, and on just, you know, driving that to the sales and, you know, I get feedback. So my question has to do with the size of stores obviously this is a no-brainer for for a one-man band you know if if you know i've just set up my website and i don't have the staff to to man it you know in the front end and i really want to get that feedback i really want to convert i would use pronto so up until what level what's kind of like the threshold um, in terms of size of store?
2: So we'll give you a few type of, of businesses we would welcome. Um, if you're a new brand selling directly to consumers through your e-commerce site, are your products new to the marketplace and require explanation, you should definitely come and chat with us. Online retailers with an average order value of $150 and up can benefit sales optimizations and sometimes it will be better to build their team virtually other than do it in-house. I believe e-commerce should focus Focus on getting new products, getting competitive pricing, uh, do great marketing, focus on UX, support um, post-sale customers and loyalty. But for pre-sales, uh, it's pretty hard to manage in-house, and uh, this is exactly the place that we would offer them great ROI. Bigger retailers that need after-hours or weekend coverage, which is by by fact, is a tremendous amount of shoppers do decide to do their shopping is like after they get back from work, and if you close your uh, shop at Mm. Sex and you're not available after that, that's a problem. If your team is small, as you said before, uh, or your support team cannot practice proactive chat, which is different than reactive chat, because you do proactive chat as uh, an individual is sitting across the platform getting data from that specific visitor mm. and then use that in order to engage them, which is no automation can ever do, uh, not at this point. And this
0: should really appeal to big retailers, um, especially the after hours. Um, support (laughs) because you can't afford to you know some
2: and 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 seasonal peaks as well exactly want to have an on-demand solution is part of the uh, exponential changes that sometimes we face surging demand so this would be a good a good solution for that
0: absolutely absolutely i see, see it's application here so how do you recruit sales agents?
2: So we allow anyone to register. And now after screening, vetting, and certifying about one in four, that's the, pretty much the average, get to have their profile available. There is... A- a huge demand for, for this type of job. We have a distributed workforce and this is part of our model and we get people from around the globe to apply. And using the the screening, vetting and certification, we get the best in class agents to be available.
0: So you open up the nets, and then you, you start to be quite selective in who you choose, who you pick and choose. Okay, in, in regards to the training program, the certification program, who puts it together? Is it Pronto or, or the merchant?
2: So the certification process, as we touched a little bit about this earlier, is our secret sauce. The merchant should cooperate in a one-time setup. This is where we would actually create the entire certification process. And part of our solution is to scale it. So they only should do it once. And from there, it's fully managed in the platform. Knowledge base, frequently asked questions, new topics, uh, new questions. If, for example, there was an uh, issue that wasn't covered in the onboarding process, it will only be addressed once. And and then will be uh, accumulated in the knowledge base. So we're using pretty smart tools here. It has to be this way. The certification process starts from understanding the right strategy, getting the right people being confident with the costs for you as a as a brand or retailer and then from there just allowing what we built here to do the job and relying on agents to to educate themselves over time which is something that we see all the time
0: Mm. then post engagement i'm curious to find out more if there's a customer satisfaction you know feedback the sales rep from Pronto can provide the the e-tailers anything sort of standard that pipes in and says, okay, this is kind of like the feedback we're getting. How's that communication bridged between the sales rep and the front end and the e-tailer?
2: So first of all, yes, obviously. Post engagement feedback is not mandatory on the widget, but it's available, and it's also reflected on the agents' profiles uh, once retailers want to choose, you know, agents that are already in the ecosystem. A good point about customer feedback, like, is it really useful in helping the retailer to understand whether or not I should go ahead and pick this agent to staff my store? So. My take on this is that unlike post sale service, post sale customer service, where the feedback is the most important thing, right? Like, how was your experience with this brand? Are you going to be loyal? I think in pre sale, where we put, you know, our expertise, in, the metrics which matter most are performance, you know, the bottom line that speaks. So in our reporting, we give the, our merchant customers a complete oversight on the conversion rate that specific agent had, being uh, tested across, you know, a conversion rate of a control group, and the closing ratio that specific agent have with the amount of interactions they had. So these two metrics, conversion rate and closing ratio, are the two metrics that our merchant customers... Uh,
0: and could you reward the the top performing sales rep for instance um, for, for for having you know stellar conversion rates Hmm.
2: We we do a lot of things in order to promote and reward the community. Some of the things come from the directly from the merchants. Uh, you know, even in team gamification, we have uh, a guidebook on you know ways a, a merchant can incentivize agents on, on top of you know what's already being done. And we have some interesting prototypes on gamification and real time understanding on which when you should offer a reward. It's not always about the commission that drives uh, agents to. Perform Perform better. It's acknowledgement and sense of meaningful. We allow agents to you know share their ideas. We have an entire community which is offset. It's pretty interesting stuff. I'm not sure we can cover everything now, but I would love to show you more.
0: Sounds quite interesting. Okay, so in regards to a sales rep that's stock you know, this is a use case. I'm I'm a sales rep. I'm stock I need you know help. How can I sort of get straight to the merchant or, or to the e-tailer to, to help me out?
2: Sure. So we put an app on contact person uh, on the app on the contact person from the company's phone. So and the agents have access to that communication channel from their dashboard. Nonetheless, we also use collaboration platforms. But one thing which is important about pre is the moment that you can say I would like to put you on hold because I would like to get the best answer for you. And this is a point when customers actually appreciate when the agents don't BS them and simply, you know, try and go and find the answer, this is where a chat will be stopped for a couple of minutes or so. And if there is no answer after a couple of minutes, they would take their email and then respond on a regular channel later that day. But there is communication. Usually, agents get everything covered, be it from the knowledge base or from, as you said before, some escalation that sometimes needs to be done.
0: Good stuff. Let's talk about the future of live chats. Um, sure. What is the impact of mobile? Yeah, mobile is 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 massive now. Yeah. It's a huge. It's here to stay on live chats?
2: I would say customers still leverage on click to call when they're on mobile. It depends on the, is it a post or pre-sale scenario? Personally, we don't believe agents should handle, agents I'm saying, should handle chats when they are on the go. It can work well for micro businesses, you know, if you're a, a personal therapist, for example, but for agents supporting e-commerce, we don't see they should do it on the go.
0: I meant from a shopper standpoint, so I'm, I'm on a website and I have questions and I'm on my mobile, not on my desktop. From the engagement standpoint, what really is the impact of of live chat to, to people on the go want to use live chat?
2: From what we're seeing less and also within our algorithm that suggests which more customers are more likely to make a purchase, we see less recommend shoppers on mobile, even though our platform fully supports even video chat on mobile, which is very innovative. A lot of companies come and try to understand how we did that. For you know, browser-based e-commerce shops, I think it's still in the discovery uh, in the education stage. We see less interactions going through chats, but it's a, definitely a metric that we'll Keep coming, keep in track. So
0: earlier on in, in March, Facebook announced it's the business messenger, and, and that was pretty much live chat for e-commerce. It was a solution. The the complexities obviously at the moment in terms of um, you know trying to roll it out. What do you view the future of live chat with Facebook Messenger coming into play in this space?
2: So about that, I would say very quickly that in two thousand and six eBay bought Skype out of the notion that merchants and shoppers <laughs> would do video. Video chat And then sold it in 2009. Facebook later integrated video chat into their own platform and also allowed to contact the business through video chat Skype integration. I think it shows where the industry is going. Obviously, this messaging space is exploding. Regarding that specific integration, I know Zendesk Zendesk is, a for our customers that don't know, a chat company called Zopim, which is pretty common. They are testing with Facebook. But I would say, yeah. That Messenger obviously makes e-commerce-related content more easily to share by businesses and supposedly faster to customers to connect. But let's see how consumers will adopt it.
0: It'd be interesting to see if Zopen actually lose data if they integrate with Facebook Messenger in terms of all the data they have access to. Okay, so wrapping up, what books and resources about, you know, growth marketing in e-commerce or marketing in general would you recommend? Hmm.
2: I would say for any manager or business owner, I would suggest reading one book that made a really big impact on me, Exponential Organizations. It was written by Salim Ismail uh, from Singularity University. Singularity University is a very interesting project going on in Silicon Valley, a true inspiration. So the name is Exponential Organizations, and the author is Salim Ismail from Singularity University. It really tells you where things are going, how to predict, how to understand how you know prediction can be something times misleading and what's exponential growth all about and specifically for your podcast I'm I, I'm pretty sure the people that are interested.
0: Scale, scale, scale. Scale,
2: scale, scale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> interesting, interesting. I like that. I'll definitely look at it. Um what about any tools?
2: So I actually found a one product named Reactful. It's R-E-A-C-T-F-U-L, reactful.com, a great tool that lets you create personalized triggers and personalized reactions in your e-commerce store. It works really smooth. Already, I think Procter & Gamble are using it by what I saw on the site. Great, great, great tool. I also encountered a Nosto, a company from Finland. Right now, they're based in the States, I think. I encountered them a couple of weeks back. I think they're doing a great job in the personalized content for e-commerce. And they have a friendly pricing structure from what I learned.
0: Mm -hmm. Very interesting. I would definitely check on Austria and Reactful.com. Okay, before you say your goodbye, could you give our listeners one pattern piece of advice please
2: contact prunto today
0: <laughs> nicely said <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay if
2: you've been with us for the past hour i think we've covered a lot of things and uh, there's a lot to do you need to find the solutions that would make your life easier and let you focus on what you do best solutions that bring in good our so that's
0: about that good stuff, y'all. Um, Finally, how can our audience reach out to you if they want to get in touch with you?
2: We would love that. So first of all, by going to prunto.com from mobile or from uh, laptop or tablet and chat with us. Our Twitter handle is prunto, P-R-O-O-N-T-O. You can also dial in 0203-355-6299.
0: What about live chat?
2: This is the first channel. You can okay. go to prunto.com from mobile or tablet or PC and chat with us.
0: Great stuff. That
2: was my first one. Okay. It
0: was your first one. Okay. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, you all.
2: Same here, Kunle. Thank you very much for having us.
0: Cheers. Thank you for sharing your insight on improving pre-sales customer service in e-commerce. Thank
2: you very much and good luck, everybody.
1: Cheers. Bye.